With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Dustin Five Star. And Maria. Better known as the Power Couple. And we'll see you this Saturday in Bihelia, Mississippi at Bihelia High School when we have a shot at the Global Force Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. And best of all, all of the benefits go to St. Jude. Nick Aldis. Five stars coming for you. We're bringing the title back to Memphis. See you in Vihalia this Saturday, 6 p.m. bell time. Tickets only 10 bucks. It is episode 56, and we are talking to all ego Ethan Page. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. And we are here to talk some professional wrestling. No Dan tonight, it's just me and Mike. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. But first, before we get there, let's knock out some housekeeping. The website is oversellpodcast.com. And when you get there and start listening to our episodes, head over, click that Amazon link right there on the main page beneath the main player Uh, There's no extra fees. There's no hidden fees or anything like that. It's just you helping out this podcast by shopping on Amazon like you're going to do anyway. Twitter.com slash Oversell Podcast. Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. Follow me at Derek Oversell, D-E-R-I-C-K, Oversell. At WolfMike23. Also, blogtalkradio.com slash Oversell Podcast is the new home for the Oversell Podcast. We're so happy to be a part of of blog talk radio got to do a sh- one of the uh the sh- uh, podcast with the sharp dropper guys over the weekend really and it was a lot of fun we did a top five wrestling podcast i can't tell you what uh i picked because then you wouldn't listen so it's going to be out in a couple of weeks be looking out for that go ahead and subscribe that shark droppers top five podcast mike how you doing i think i'm all right you think it's, you're all right it's still early in the week it is it's different recording on a Tuesday. It really is. Like last week, it messed me up because got done recording, and I was like, "All right, sweet, tomorrow's Friday." Nope, oh, still had three yeah. more days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's talk of the big news in the room. Brock Lesnar announced this past week. Was it this week or was it over the weekend? It was. It was within the last week. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It, Brock Lesnar announced that he's going to fight at UFC 200, which is a card that's coming up. And that's a, it's it's actually next month. It's and, um, July 7th or 9th or whatever that, that Sunday or Saturday is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor are having their rematch at that same fight as well. No. They're being pushed back to UFC 202. So that's CM Punk's going to be CM Punk's debut into MMA. It's the same card. As of now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that that'll be a huge card. But it's you always kind of knew that Brock was going to end up back in UFC. I, you know, th- it actually surprised me completely. I didn't think he was going to go back. 
what surprised me the most is the fact that he's still under contract with WWE. Yep. I I have a feeling they're going to use that as some sort of um, negotiating to bring in. Yeah. They were already talking. They're wanting Paige, Paige Van Zandt. Zandt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still, I would prefer Rousey. Right. Just but she's got to have surgery soon or just had surgery. So. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, but I, I, I just don't see this ending well for Brock Lesnar. What if he loses this fight? Yeah, that's going into that's s- the big concern. I mean, WWE's main concern probably is, one, him losing. But above all, you know, that, what if he gets injured? What if he gets What if he gets a concussion? What if he gets knocked out? Yeah. I mean, you, Mark Hunt is Mark Hunt is who he's fighting. Yeah. He's a heavy-handed dude. Yeah, he's a big dude, hits hard. I mean... It's not going to be an easy fight for Brock. I mean, actually going into it, like the first round of betting, you know, Brock is the underdog. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he's... He, but, I mean, it, let's let's think if, let's say, you know, Brock comes out, you know, unhurt, but he loses. How does that affect him in WWE? Right. Because, I mean, they're marketing him as, you know, the beast. You know, he can't really be beaten. He's a former UFC champ, but... He steps away for one UFC fight. He loses. Uh, which, it, you know, you know? I, I've never been a Brock Lesnar fan, especially when he was in the UFC. Right. And I have a feeling that you're going to see Brock Lesnar get knocked out cold in this fight. And there I was just, people, like, lining up wanting to fight him. Yeah, to show that, first, they're not afraid of him, and that, you know, if you – Brock Lesnar doesn't like to get punched in the face. No. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that really like that. but You know what I mean. Yeah. You, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> he's not really conditioned to be punched in the face because, you know, he's going to – he's been, you know, past year been pulling back his punches. Right. Because of the WWE. Now he's got to retrain himself in a month to start throwing Well, they said he's pretty again. much – anytime he's been off, he's been training. I mean – Apparently, WWE kind of knew that this was coming at one point because they noticed that he was slimming down a little bit and he wasn't, you know, WWE size, basically, the past few months. Well, I, I to tell you the truth, I am actually excited for this because there's a chance that you get to see Brock Lesnar get punched in the face, and I like that. Oh, Mark Hunt's going to punch him in he, the face. Yes. If, he, if he's smart, he's going to aim for some stomach kicks because <laughs> that'll drop Brock like a bad habit, too. That I mean, is you true. Just, you just don't get over diverticulitis. It's not something that is treatable. I mean, it's manageable, but you just can't cure diverticulitis. So he still has that problem. Yeah. So, you know. But again, I'm I'm curious to see what would happen to his push in WWE if yep. he loses this fight. There's a lot hinging on this fight. And then if he wins, I mean, does he try to get his? you know, contract bought out at WWE or something and just go back to fighting because, I mean, he's making more money, UFC. You know, f- how old is Brock? He's like 39 now. Yeah, he, he's close to 40. The opportunities to fight, I think, are going to be few and far between for a 39-year-old. Now, if it was 30-year-old Brock, some, that's totally different. Because of his name and who he is. Well, he's, he's still a draw. He's still, he's a, still draw. a draw. But it's, to me, I, I don't know. I wouldn't have... I think Vince McMahon is um, showing a lot of balls here, letting Brock Lesnar fight in and, the UFC. I mean, yeah, he's he's a former champ. He did come in. He beat Randy Couture clean. Lost to Frank Mir, though. Yeah, but then he out. but then he came back and beat Frank Mir. Got in knocked, the rematch. Got knocked silly by um, Kane Velasquez and, and who was yeah. an Overeem. Yeah, 
Overeem. Alistar Overeem. But he beat okay. Shane Carwin. And yeah, that's Sh- Shane Carwin. And Shane Carwin should have won that fight. But yeah. he, uh, if it hadn't have been Brock Lesnar and the name that he was, that would have been stopped. Yeah. And, well, and if Shane would have learned how to poise himself when he knows he has Brock on the ropes instead right. of yeah. throwing to where he couldn't lift his arm. I bet you Shane Carwin couldn't lift his arms up he, after that Shane fight. Shane Carwin wanted to come out of retirement and fight Brock at this. I mean, he was as soon as he heard about it, he was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll fight him. You know, yeah. right now, let's go. Well, now, because now he knows, you know, stay on top of him, pick your shots instead of just trying to punch, 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 right. punch, punch, punch. But punch, what, punch. It, what does it do for WWE if Brock loses and then two months or three months later when CM Punk, you know, fights, he loses? Now, granted, they've kind of broken all ties with CM Punk, but that's still going to say, you know, that make that kind of makes a message, you know, hey, you know, they're the this is fake comments are going to come out yeah and well to me i see it like this um a lot of pro wrestling fans which i to and this is just me talking i think there are more pro wrestling fans than there are mma fans and but all pro, I, I would think all pro wrestling fans are also mma fans now yeah. not all mma fans are pro wrestling fans right right so you know will it hurt no because by now, we know a lot of us know the work that is professional wrestling, right. and I am still entertained by it. I'm never going to call it fake. Still watch it every I, week. I still watch it every week. I watch NXT, um, you know, uh, Battle of Super Juniors. I've been watching that. I need to go back and watch the finals because I hear the match with Will Ospreay and the Battle of Super Juniors final mm-hmm. finale was awesome. Uh, Lucha Underground. You know, I love professional wrestling, and, and you know, I've kind of fallen off UFC anyway you know I loved it back <laughs> it, when we were watching it and like Matt Hughes Chuck Liddell yeah uh who was Couture the, was Co- still fighting Couture was still fighting you know, BJ Penn BJ Penn Tim Sylvia yeah you know I like that air Andre that, that one camp had every title at one point yep Andre Olofsky yeah you know I miss watching Rich I, Franklin Rich, yeah those I like that class of guys yeah and, you know after those guys left it just wasn't the same for me I haven't watched a pay-per-view in quite some time. For a while, I would only order pay-per-views and watch them, like, probably over the last, say, two, three years, Mm -hmm. if GSP was fighting or Ronda Rousey. uh, Yeah. And that's it. I wouldn't watch any other pay-per-views. I remember um, when I, uh, Josh McClain, shout out to Josh McClain, go listen to him, KO Radio, on the local X app. But uh, one time I was texting him. I was watching the Rousey, a la- one of the last Rousey fights, and he was like, "Hey, keep me updated." So, all right, fights. The match started, and it's over. Like she <laughs> finished her that quickly. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, it's over. It's over. And he just laughed. And yeah, that's that's how know. a lot of her fights were. Yeah, yeah, and you know that Holly Holmes fight. I just think there's something more going on with her, and she didn't fight her plan or right. the the game plan she had. Either she didn't fight it right, or she didn't have one. And Right. Try to trade box, try to trade <laughs> shots with a boxing champion. Yeah. You know, when you're a wrestler and a judo gal. Anyway, wow, we actually talked mixed martial arts on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, we talked podcast, UFC so for wow. a good five, ten minutes. Well, we got a big show tomorrow night on the WWE Network, NXT, TakeOver, The End. I cannot wait to watch this card. I love, first off, I love NXT, and they've put together an awesome card for Wednesday night, yeah. and it's called The End, which is kind of an ominous name, right? but uh, let's go through the card. And Triple H is 
even said that you know this will be the end of the the Balor and uh, Joe feud. So which is that's why they yeah chose that name. All right, but uh, let's see, starting from the bottom, and now we're here. Andrade Cien Almas, unless I've totally screwed up that name. First, Ty Dillinger. This will be uh, this is the debut match for Almas. Almas, and uh, you know he was a masked wrestler for CMLL, and they brought him in, and apparently he's going to be debuting without his mask. Yeah, because the little promo they showed of uh, I know they showed it this week. I hadn't watched prior weeks, but you know it just had his back to a screen watching like highlights of him, and he was slowly just undoing the mask, and then he finally took it off, but it still you know never showed his face. I love the Ty Dillinger gimmick right now. Yeah. I think it's a great gimmick. He is really going, you know, he's all into his gimmick, which is awesome. And it's just it's it's just a funny gimmick. I loved it. Didn't he wouldn't he go around um when other people were wrestling, he'd have signs out or so, like a number sign for the rating their matches or whatever? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember that. But I think he did that, but it was, you know, this is a perfect gimmick for him and this I think this is a good sh- it's going to be a good match to get the crowd into the show. I just love his finisher. Describe the finisher for our listeners. Basically, I can't think of what he calls it, but basically gets him in the fireman's carry, kind of like the attitude adjustment. But when he flips him over, he's already taken his knee pad down and brings their neck down on the back on his knee. Nice. It just it looks brutal. It's one of the finishing moves that looks like you know it could actually hurt and be devastating. Until he uses it against John Cena, who counts and taps out or well, yeah. kicks out it too. Probably. <laughs> <coughs> Next match. The one I'm most looking forward to, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Austin Aries. This is going to be a hell of a match. Yeah. Uh, you know, Austin's kind of been, eh, so far. You know, he had that feud with, that small, quick feud with Corbin. Right. And, you know, you're only going to get so far in that stuff. But right. this is going to be the another, this, this has a chance to steal the show. It's Shinsuke Easily. Nakamura. Yeah. He's going to come out and do his Freddie Mercury Michael Jackson <laughs> shtick, which is so, you know, there's no rhythm to it, but there is. Like, you know, when he gets in the ring and that certain part hits and he does that huge bend back, yeah, grabs a rope, and it, it, I can't wait to see what kind of stuff they, these guys do. I, I like Shinsuke enough <laughs> to where my ringtone is now his entrance music. He has the best entrance music and right if, now. And if people call me... I won't answer directly. <laughs> I listen to the music. <laughs> call call twice. Yeah. <laughs> Give Mike a full listen to Shinsei and and on the second time I promise he will answer. Yeah, I'll, I'll answer. But yeah, he has he has the best entrance music right now in the WWE. Yeah, I it's great. It's it's awesome. And but then I I really like Austin Aries. I've liked Austin Aries for a few years now. I mean, mm-hmm. he he did pretty well in TNA for a while. Saw him in Ring of Honor and oh, no, I've always just liked that character mm-hmm. and it should be a hell of a match well it's, i'm not the most up to date on austin aries describe what his character was in ring of honor i don't remember so much ring of honor but or tna T- tna you know when when he was it's one of those characters like when he's a heel he's you know better than everybody i mean typical heel character i mean he's it's kind of there's not a whole lot to it, but it works. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's it's basic, but he's real crisp in the ring, and just his demeanor, I guess, is what sells it. 
I mean, when when he gets in there, or he starts cutting a promo. It's like, yeah, this dude's an asshole. I'm definitely gonna boo him. But then when he's a face, it's like everything he does in the ring. You know, it's you know you can't go wrong with you know backing him. Okay. Well, that's and it's Shinsuke Nakamura who is the most charismatic guy. You know that promo he cut a couple of weeks ago. Did you see that where he's like, "I just don't understand you," and he's like, "Mitu." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually showed a um, he actually uh, showed a little you know, that he knows a little bit of English and yeah, I, you know, very it, little, but yeah, but it, that fits him though. Yeah, he's just gonna come out there. I want to see knees galore. I love that final knee he hits. Um, I think it works that he doesn't talk a lot. Yeah, yeah, just like Oscar, it, it's the same thing. Yeah, it works, which should be a l- great lead in into the next match, right? Not the next one listed, but yeah, we'll go there. Okay. Uh, NXT Women's Championship, Asuka versus Nia Jax. Nia Jax is finally being, they're they're um, using her the way she should have been since she's been in right. NXT. Right. She should be an unstoppable monster, and I think this, you're going to see when she, the more experience she gets, this is what the WWE was going to do with Karma. Right. They ca- They have a chance to redo that with Nia Jax because she... You know, she's a beautiful woman to me. Right. But, you know, she doesn't have the traditional top, you know, the. She doesn't have the diva look. The diva look, but you know what? That's fine because you need a threat. Yeah. You need an ass-kicking woman. Yes, and she has a chance to be that. And, you know, she's facing Asuka, but there's a chance Nia Jax could walk out of here with the women's championship the way she's I mean, she's honestly like twice the size of Asuka. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, you know, ev- in not to like, you know, be negative, but I mean, in basically like every way of, you know, her size. I mean, she's taller. Right. She's just, you know, built bigger. And, but Asuka, she's a fighter. Yeah. And uh, I, I really like the way, the direction they're going with her um, right now. And it was great, you know, on NXT this week when they had the contract signing, you know, uh, Nia went through this whole promo of, you know, how I'm going to beat you. You know, I, I destroyed, you know, Bailey, just like I'm going to destroy you and, you know, and all this stuff. And, you know, it was probably a two, three minute, you know, promo. And Asuka gets the mic and she just goes, you talk too much. And then signed the contract. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Did anything else happen? Did they fight during the contract signing? Yeah, they got up in each other's face. Of course, there's you never know. been a contract signing that was just a contract signing. Yeah, Oscar uh, got pushed. Then she came back with all the, the chops and the kicks and all that. And then Nia kicked her in the gut and powerbombed her, and that was it. George in the chat room said, I wish Nia's mic had gone out. <laughs> Man. She was trying. You know, well... You know, Asuka does have a point there. With Nia, you know, you're you're starting to, in the ring-wise, you're starting to use her right mm-hmm. as a monster. You know, I'm going to get you. Yeah. And then she just charges the ring. That would be perfect. And for this, I mean, like, she had to be the one to talk. Because everybody knows Asuka doesn't know a lot of English. Or at least, you know, they're they're portraying that. And you can't have a contract signing to close your show and have two people that don't talk right so i mean I, I understand why they went that way but i don't know if they thought about it prior to that you know mm-hmm. but this is this is a great chance and man you know i we can go after we go through the card real quick we can just go through and do predictions real quick so okay. i'll save one. okay uh next match the tag team championship american alpha versus the revival 
this is going to be another awesome. I love the Revival shirts. Yeah. I, I love everything about the Revival. <laughs> Their shirts are great. It just says, uh, like now that I've said that, I just so, completely think, it said no flips, just, just fists. fists. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just a, it's awesome. They're a throwback to Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Yeah. They're a throwback to those old school hard-hitting tag teams like the Midnight Express and stuff like that. Um, George in the chat room going back to Nijax and Asuka asks, should it have closed the show? That's the difference between NXT and, you know, the main roster. They will yeah. allow their women to close the show out. And I I have no problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. it I don't think the fans enjoyed it as much. I mean, I would have just assumed see the, the tag match that they had of uh oh who was it Kiampa and Gargano uh, Gargano against uh Dash and Dawson that could have easily just been you know they did that before the contract signing contract signing you know finished the show and honestly I understand putting the women's title you know a title closing the show but I think you could have easily Instead of had the pre-recorded uh, Joe and Balor interview that they did like mid-show, they could have had that actually happen in the ring. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know, I, I think you should put that title, because I mean, that is like the big title on the show, you know, closer to the end of the show at least. I don't mind putting the women's title after it, but... Um, George says, I have no issue with women closing the show, but fans don't ca- care about Nia Jax. I mean, I, I think she's. I think she, it's the arrows starting to point in the right direction right. for Jax. Yeah. But going back to this tag match, you know, I think um, the end could be also ominous for the revival because they, with the draft coming, right. I think they're a team that goes up and fights on SmackDown. Easily could be. I mean, Triple H even said that you know NXT is going to change a lot. From right, you I, know, once the draft happens, right? NXT, I mean, they're going to lose. They're they're so it's going to be crazy to see what talent goes yeah. where. Um, and I think revival is going to be part. Of, I think American Alpha is going to stay in NXT because they need they have a lot of legitimacy right. in NXT, and they're going to need them as, to lead the tag division. Which in, in the NXT tag division is awesome. Right, right now I love. <laughs> did you get to see TM sixty one? No, no. They are awesome. Those guys are nuts. Um, they're formerly the Mighty Don't Kneel or TMDK. Okay. But now they're TM61. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Um, George and Charles says American Alpha probably goes up before them. I just I think they keep American Alpha down just to so there's a huge name, a huge face tag team yeah, holding you, your tag titles. Yeah, you can't. I mean, that's the same reason uh, Bailey hasn't been called up yet. Right, they need they, the name. And they the, need the name. They need the the face and the. Yeah, basically, that's just it. They that's what they need: the name and the face, because they don't have anybody that can replace or take Bailey's spot right now. That's true. That's very true. Next match. Next match would be the NXT Championship Steel Cage match. <sighs> First time Steel Cage match in NXT. Samoa Joe defending against Finn Balor. The, I cannot wait for and, this match. And this will be their final match in the, NXT. This will probably be Finn's final match in NXT. Right, right. Because we got the preview show for Money in the Bank next week. And right. I'm going to discuss what I think happens because Finn Balor will be at that show. But We thought he was going to be at the last show. Well, yeah, <laughs> but th- they're setting up 
something big with him and you know they still there's still a seventh guy that has to be announced for the or do they have all the well actually they're saying right now there's probably not going to be a seventh guy okay it's just so going to be the six. six yeah um would have been perfect to bring him in you know not necessarily I mean, unless have him win unless it's last minute and they're like hey we have one more participant yeah but i could see it happening but man what do you expect from this match blood that's i was thinking the exact same thing because even in the uh the little interview that they had between the two, Samoa Joe mentioned of, you know, during the, the fight where he started bleeding, you know, they were like, you know, I don't understand why they were coming and worried about my safety just because I was bleeding when you were laid out on the ground. You know, I'm going to hurt you again, and they shouldn't worry about if I bleed a little bit. Yeah. And that was and, it, it was a great little interview and promo. And this time it'll be harder to get to Joe to clean up the oh, blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I th- I cannot wait to see these guys go at it in a cage, man. I yeah. think they are just going to beat the hell out of each other for 20, 25 minutes. Hopefully it goes that long. Hopefully yeah. they don't cut it oh, short. But yeah. well, as long as there's no not like a cut <laughs> over the cut over the eye right. or something. I mean, it's you know Joe Blades at the beginning just to be an <laughs> ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, what are you going to do now, sucker? <laughs> well, that's the NXT card. We can go ahead and let's make some predictions real quick. All right. Ty Dillinger loses. I agree. Uh, Nakamura and Aries. Nakamura wins. I, I would. You would think Nakamura. They're going to keep. They're, I think Nakamura is going to be undefeated for a good while. You would. You would hope so. I know. I, 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 I have know. no qualms. But yeah, I, I'll. I'll go with Nakamura. Uh, American Alpha. I think American they were Alpha. Yep, I agree. All I agree. because. I think they're really not wanting to have two-time champions right now because that's a big thing. They keep it, you know, if Revival wins, they're the the first ever two-time tag team champion. Yeah, it makes too much sense for them. Yeah, so I think they're going to lose. Asuka. I'm going to take Nia Nia Jax. I think Asuka will win. I don't think they would have – I don't think they'd give her a one and done, basically. I oh, know. I just I think they're gonna they they have to do something to kind of throw people on their, you know, just to get people to you know, there needs right. to th- and Nia Jax. This is the perfect match to do it with Nia Jax winning the title. Yeah, still going Oscar. I just, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe. Joe wins. Joe wins. Joe wins. Atami comes back. That's my okay. I, I think Hideo Atami is making his return. This week, I okay. have that feeling that uh, Hideo Itami. George asks, do you think someone like Rude debuts after Joe wins? I think the story would be better if Hideo Itami comes back because the night Joe debuted was the night Hideo went out with an injury. Ah, okay. So uh, there, there's a perfect way to c- continue a story. Rude could possibly show up soon. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be talking to all ego Ethan Page. Stick around. Well, this is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast, and joining us now is one of the stars of Evolve Wrestling, and uh, you can find him on Twitter at official ego Ethan Page. Thank you so much for coming on our show. We really do appreciate it. No problem, guys. Excited to do this. 
Well, when, what made you a fan of professional wrestling? Because I'm gonna, you're probably a fan before you actually became a wrestler. So, what made you become a fan of professional wrestling? Uh, I'd say my dad, I guess. He really watched on Sundays, and then uh, I would watch as well. And then uh, got a little scared of King Kong Bundy, so he waited for me to grow up a little bit to uh, bring me back in. But I love guys like Monster Energy Savage and Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warriors. This was since I was a kid. Very cool. Now, um, how when did how did you get into it? How did you actually get into start training? Who trained you? Um, so I trained at a local school in Hamilton, Ontario, uh, called Living Legend Wrestling. And then I really learned wrestling from Michael Elgin. I traveled with him learning on the road. So I was he he taught me the most than any wrestling school did. Now we uh, we had a guest on. Uh, a couple of weeks ago that also worked with uh, Michael Elgin. Do you know Brandon S.B. Espinoza? I want to say yes. I think one thing you guys... Uh, go ahead. Well, one of the guy, things you guys had in common was I think you're both um, big comic book fans, and we got him to... Um, so one thing that um, how caught up on you are on Arrow, Flash? Do you do you even get to watch all these comic book TV shows? No, honestly, I'm not I'm not like a big DC comic book guy unless it's Batman. Very cool. Now, did you get to see Batman vs Superman? I hated it, but I oh. love uh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> you Ben? I thought I actually loved the movie, oh. but I thought Ben Affleck was played the character really well. Um, you know, I, I I really enjoyed the movie. You know, it's not the probably yeah, the best. I'm just like, go ahead. I'm like super obsessive over uh, storytelling, so I wasn't really happy with uh, how unorganized the movie was. Yeah, I I can see that that argument with it. I it, still haven't seen it. Now, did you get to see? Have <laughs> you? Are you a big? Uh, so I take it you're a big Marvel guy. Oh yeah, big huge. I haven't gotten to see it yet, so maybe a little spoiler-free or spoiler, you know, free. But how was X Men Apocalypse? Uh, I thought it was the best X Men movie they've ever made. Really? Wow. Easily. Huh. Better. My favorite was always X Men Two. I thought there was nothing better than it, but X Men Apocalypse was better than X Men Two. Uh, I think it as as far as like fanfare goes, and if you like the cartoon. Uh, this is like right up your alley. Perfect, sweet dude. I grew up on the X Men cartoon. Ten o'clock every Saturday, Saturday morning. Mornings. I was sitting down on my butt, and I was not. Uh, the ch- TV was nope. on channel thirteen, watching that cartoon. Oh, me too. Like that's, I that's what really got me into like comic books and superheroes and stuff was that cartoon and the uh, Amazing Spider Man cartoon. So for this movie, like there's certain scenes in there that's like right out of the cartoon and right out of the comic books that just like reminds you of your childhood and like the movie could have sucked in a way but I, I i loved it just for that like it gave me what i wanted out of the movie what's been your favorite comic book movie to come out so far this year oh this year deadpool for sure dead <laughs> is there really another answer captain america civil war was all right was good but deadpool stole the show so far this year oh Easily, easy. It has like the rewatchability for that is like through the roof. Uh, the 
airport scene in Civil War. Uh, I'll be watching that over again. Oh, but the yeah. whole movie is like it was like twenty minutes too long, and I loved the Disney Marvel movies. Very cool. Well, we'll get back to wrestling talk here. I just wanted to, you know, have a little geek out moment with you there with some. <laughs> well, real quick, I just want to. You mentioned like in Batman. Do you watch Gotham at all? No, I, I got into the first season, but I'm like a, I don't know, a big mark for like the A-list characters, and it was too D-listy. Right, for right, me. right. Yeah, some of the the references on that show, like when they did, I think it was Firebat. It's like not many people are going to know who, or Fire, Firefly, Firefly, whatever yeah. they are. But and they've switched yeah. up a few things. But I mean, you have to expect that being that this is all before Batman even comes about. Right. Yeah, that show. That show. Yeah, is, exactly. And like when their shows like uh, Daredevil on Netflix, oh. like there, there's you have a B-list character that is awesome. So. Right. Um, did you get to see? Have you seen any of Jessica Jones on Netflix? Yeah, any, anything that's come out on Netflix through, from Marvel, I've watched. Uh, I was really impressed with Jessica Jones because I didn't know much about the character, and watching this show, I'm like, this chick's badass. I still haven't watched that one. Oh yet. yeah, I've, I'm behind. I've Super still only seen the first season of Daredevil. Oh, you got to catch up because season two is ten times better than season one. Yeah, was, from what I've seen, I've seen a, I haven't gotten a chance to finish. Um, I think I'm halfway through season two of Daredevil, and yeah, it's. Been, I was. I'm just excited to see Punisher. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So, when did you have your first professional wrestling match? In 2006, I believe it was November 13th or something like that. Do you remember who you wrestled? Yeah, a uh, guy named Mark Shaw, local dude. Very cool, very cool. Now, you've done some work over in PWG, is that correct? Yeah. Tell us what's it, what's it like working in front of that crowd. Uh, it's pretty awesome. It makes your life really easy because they're receptive to more or less everything. But, uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Very cool. Now, did you get to do one of those uh, invisible grenade spots or anything like that? <laughs> no, I uh, I became the guy who pulls his bare ass out at PWG. <laughs> uh, so a thing of mine because of that crowd. Who did you get to work with over there? Uh, we did the Young Bucks. Uh, we had a match with Chris Saban and uh, Matt Seidel. And we worked with uh, Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae twice, and the Beaver Boys. Wow! Now this was—I'm going to guess this was pre-Joey Ryan dick flipping people. Yeah, which <laughs> I would have uh, had a lot of fun with that if it was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, where are you, you now? You're, you're working mostly. Are you working Evolve now, predominantly? Yeah, yeah I would say uh, Evolve Alpha One Wrestling. And AIW are like a home base for me. And you just recently in Alpha One, did you just have a match recently with, with Zack Saber Jr.? No, that was in um, AIW in Cleveland, and uh, it was one of my favorite matches I've ever had in my career. Well, what was it like working with Zack Saber Jr.? No, honestly, uh, pure joy and pleasure. Like I couldn't can't say enough nice things about how talented that guy is. Very cool. Now, you, recently, I think Evolve was up there 
and y'all just had a couple of big shows up in New York, right? Uh, yeah, just recently. And then this Friday, I had to Florida for their high pay-per-view. Yeah, that's a big event. Talk a little bit about it. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Um, the first night, they have myself versus Darby Allen, a rematch from Dallas WrestleMania weekend. And I believe they have a tag team match that was really like talked about because of the happenings with EC3 and Drew Galloway against TJP and Johnny Organo. That's on my pay-per-view at www.live.com. And then the next night I have a no holds barred match against Drew Galloway. So I'm really excited about that in Orlando. Nice. Wow. That is some great competition to have up there. Um, How long have you been wrestling with Evolve? I just passed my one year anniversary WrestleMania weekend for them. So I'm going on two years soon. Very cool. Very cool. Who's been, what's been your favorite match to work since being, since you've been with that company? Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's so hard. Cause like the roster is incredible. Uh, I would say my match with Johnny Gargano in New York. That was the I quit match. I believe it was evolved. 49. That's very cool. And you can check those out on uh, WWN Live. Um, and I think WWN Live is now on the Fight TV app. Yeah, it is. I think of fourteen ninety nine, which is a good price for a show. Uh, I believe so. And I think if you order in advance, you save some money too. So if you're, uh, if you're smart with your money, you'd order them all. And I think they have combo packs as well. Very cool. I'm looking at the Fight TV nap. Yep, they've got Evolve 62, Evolve 63 coming up. What part of Florida is that going to be in? Uh, the first one's in Ybor City, and then the Saturday show is in Orlando. Very cool. I have uh, I love Ybor City. That's probably one of my favorite places to go when I'm down there in Tampa. Oh, it's always a fun time. The crowd there is super awesome. They're loud, vocal. They're into it. So uh, that's why they hit it up every couple months. Very cool. Um, and uh, go, go ahead and uh, – Tell us who you're getting your face in um, this weekend. Uh, it's Ethan Page versus Darby Allen on Friday night. And then Saturday night, Ethan Page versus Drew Galloway, no holds barred. And what other shows you got coming up? I'm sure you've got about probably 60 bookings you need to plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the following weekend, uh, I debut for First Wrestling. I believe that's in the Minnesota area. So I think out in your way. And then. Uh, the next night, I'm back in Niagara Falls for Canadian Wrestling Entertainment. I believe it's CWE, and I'm wrestling Rene Dupree, which is super random and fun. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> and awesome. And on Sunday, uh, Sunday, sorry, I'm in my hometown, Stony Creek, Hamilton, Ontario. I'm wrestling for Steel City Pro Wrestling, Monster Mafias, and Tag Team Action. Sounds like you keep busy. I try to. I try to. <laughs> when your job is to keep busy, you need to keep busy. That's right. Well, where all have you gotten to travel across over the country? Oh, man. Um, I keep hitting new towns, which is awesome, just because I like seeing what the disease is like. Okay. Have you ever gotten a chance to come and uh, into Memphis yet? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, did you have you ever gotten a chance to wrestle in Memphis yet? No, I have not actually. 
well, Memphis is, uh, for, if, you, if you didn't know, Memphis used to be one of the hottest wrestling territories in town. And right now we've got some good shows coming up. Um, it's, you know, we re- I really want a, an Evolve show up here in Memphis. They, you, can, you get, can you push them to start bringing <laughs> some shows up here in Memphis? I feel like Memphis fans would have a heart attack if Evolve Wrestling showed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd probably be one of the victims of... <laughs> Well, Ethan, man, what, I know you're really busy. Um, where can folks find you on social media? Uh, you guys can find me at Official Ego, like you guys mentioned earlier. Uh, if you want one of those soft, badass T-shirts that you're wearing right now, oh, it's so awesome. uh, you can get that at ProWrestlingT.com slash Ethan Page. And, uh, yeah, through Twitter, like, I'm super vocal, and I don't mind chatting with fans. So if you guys ever have any questions, just shoot me a tweet, a message, and uh, – we can chat, and you'll know about upcoming events. I'm really good at promoting those as well. Very cool, very cool. Mike, any questions? Any other questions? Mm, I, I think we covered it. <laughs> <Okay>. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, Ethan, man, I know you're super busy, so I didn't want to take up too much of your time, but I wanted to thank you for coming on our little show here in Memphis, Tennessee. And, man, good luck this weekend. Uh, get out to WWN Live. Get those shows on the Fight TV app. It's a cool app. If you, it's available on your smart TV, your iPhone, Apple TV. I think all those can get this Fight TV app. So get out there and check it out. Heck yeah, they got. Uh, I know Evolve and WWN is hooked into every platform, uh, so they make it really easy for you guys to order the high pay per views. And the quality is amazing. They got everything in HD, and their customer service is top notch. So. Trust the company. Just look at the roster. It's the best wrestlers in the world right now. Uh, that's why WWE chose Evolve to work with and pick stars for their Cruiserweight tournament. So, I mean, if WWE likes us, you should too, you know? Uh, <laughs> huge fan, man. I love I love Evolve, and you you guys have some awesome talent down there, including, Hell yeah. most importantly, they have you. That's right. All ego, Ethan Page. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ethan, man, thank you so much for coming on our show, and we'll look to get you another time. Awesome, guys. Thanks for the interview. All right. Thank you, man. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Ethan Page. Very happy he got to come on. I'm rocking the – I love this shirt, dude. Yeah, I, I, I kind of picked up on that. I cannot get – it's perfectly designed. <laughs> it's comfortable. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ethan Page. Get out there. Buy lots of shirts. Um, the whole Avengers. Got the Avengers yeah. thing going. The greatest genetics ever assembled. I mean, it's just yeah, awesome guy. Cool dude. Very cool. And he is very uh, active on Twitter. And and he's not, you know, he's he's been a cool guy setting up this interview and stuff like that. Let's go on to some news and notes in the world of wrestling, Mike. What do you say? Yeah, let's do that. You know, since we're here to talk about wrestling and apparently comic books and ufc and hey you know, it's you know with it's him, our forum we can do what we want yeah man uh you know he likes comic books i wanted to be sure he got a chance to talk about them but uh a couple things i wanted to mention uh triple h has in a interview or something announced that he is working on contracts for both bobby Roode and eric young you know getting them set up actually giving them contracts and hopefully it's not another James Storm type thing where it just showed up one time and then back to TNA. Well, yeah, and like where's Eric Young been? 
Was that just a one-time deal? Yeah, but I mean, like you said, they're, he's working on contracts for them. He said, you know, Triple H said, stay tuned. So, now, I believe we're going to see them both in NXT again. And, yeah, a little feedback there. Okay. <coughs> uh, something else, though. Uh, apparently, WWE is interested in two Ring of Honor stars. Okay. don't know if you've heard about this. No, I haven't. They are interested in basically trying to sign Roderick Strong and Moose. It, it's a, I knew it was a matter of time before they went after Moose. Yeah. He has the look they want. He's got the following, too. <laughs> George in the chat room says, Oversell Podcast. Hold on. Let me see what. Let me pull up the full chat. You're home for wrestling, comic book, and YouTube cooking show talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Rod, I think both those guys would be perfect in NXT. I knew it was a matter of time before Moose, before they went after Moose. Yeah. He's just, he has too much charisma. That drop kick he throws is fucking amazing. And, it, you know, it's a small thing, but his entrance is fun. Yeah. Do you think they would change it? I don't think so. I think he'd be he'd be just like some of these guys. I think that's part that's part of the draw for him. Right. Is that entrance? Right. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's kind of like it's going to sound weird saying this, but it's kind of like Bailey. I mean, her entrance is part of of her draw. Well, that and she's an awesome well, yeah, wrestler yeah. as well. What other? Uh, there's some. Uh, they're also looking at Tommy End. No, he signed. Oh, he already signed. He, now? he, he okay. signed yesterday, and okay. that is that is a big signing to me. That dude is fucking awesome. You know, he's he's you're going to be you're covered in tattoos. He's going to be a heel, and he's going to be. It's going to be so much fun to see him in the WWE. In the next couple of months, we also have the Cruiserweight Classic coming up. Yeah. So you're going to get to see folks on the WWE Network like Zack Sabre Jr. A lot of things are going to be changing here next couple months with the draft yep, and yep. cruiserweights. And, and it's and looking like Stephanie wants to take SmackDown. Yeah, she's going to be on SmackDown. She wants it. Now, yeah. that's not to say, you know, it could be a ploy to but where. But I think she actually said, you know, she's going to be the one running it. Said something to the effect that it needs to be somebody strong and know what they're doing, and she's going to do it. You know, it was funny watching Teddy Long come back last <laughs> night. It was. And he tried to make a tag match. Tag match. I mean, you knew that as soon as it came or out. Or a six-man I mean. gauntlet. But it it's cool that, that they did that. Yeah. You know, they... I think that's going to be a thing in the next couple of weeks. Like, maybe Eric Bischoff. That'd be well, no, I'm not even talking about just that. I'm talking about the fact that they acknowledge the whole jokes of how, you know, Teddy Long, all he ever did was make tag matches. Right, you know? right. They didn't try to shy away from that. I mean, it was basically a meme for a while online. You know, everything, you know. Teddy Long would pop up. Let's have a tag match, and it's just cool that they recognize that. George in the chat room says, "Isn't it amazing how Bailey is so uncomfortable sounding on the mic, but no one cares because she's elite character, yep. an elite character." Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. And it, I wouldn't say she's weak on the mic. She her it's just it's just her character. There's something about it. It's just the just you know. real quiet and reserved, but right, but and Marky. Yeah, you know, very marky. But going back to man, I I really cannot wait till September for Tommy in to show up in NXT. That is going to be so awesome. Uh, you know, I, d I think he's been wrestling a lot at WXW out there mm -hmm. in uh, Germany. So now we get to see him come into NXT. It's a super huge signing, and it's going to make you wonder how long until you see. You know, they're bringing guys like Tommy in, in Marty Scurll. Scurll. I can never say his <laughs> name. It's not Scroll. It's S C U R L L. Scurll. Okay. 
Squirrel. I believe you. Squirrel. 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 So, not squirrel. Squirtle. Squirrel. Not squirtle. <laughs> it's not Pokemon characters here. We've talked about everything else. <laughs> I don't know the first thing about Pokemon. Yeah, I don't either. Hey, you want to talk about Magic the Gathering? We can talk about it. Yeah, we can talk and about how that for land a while. destruction is like the ultimate dicky <sighs> thing to do. Oh, I loved it. George says, educate me on Tommy End. Tommy End, um, George, you've seen Dale Tucker wrestle, Dale Tucker wrestle uh, a couple of times. We went to MEW out there, and Tommy End is a big uh, influence on Dale Tucker. You know, he's he's covered in tattoos. He tells you what he feels. He's not a you know he's not a nice guy. He is a he's just a bad bad dude. Would he tell a kid that he would knock his eyes straight? Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure he would. Who said that? Was that Del Tucker? Tucker? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> God, yeah, that's something he would that Tommy N would do. Um, there was some uh, some other news that I wanted to talk about. Um, then you should talk about it. I can't, but I can't remember. You know, I think you'd think I'd write these things down. Yeah, we've never been too prepared for these shows. Uh, so. The program between, I'm really excited for this program between AJ Styles and John Cena. It's going pretty well. Yeah, that John Cena cut an amazing promo on Raw last night. That was about the highlight of the show. <coughs> um, you know, uh, sw- the new season of Swerved is out. Yes. And we watched a little bit of it today. So George says, so he's CM Punk with a gnarly beard. Yes, and more badass. <laughs> And I'll probably work with the company a little bit better than CM Punk did. <laughs> and that that was a, a tweet I saw you had, wasn't it, about CM Punk? I said AJ Styles is greater than CM Punk. That's on the at Oversell Podcast account. Yeah, Go follow okay. it so you can, you know, I I know George called me a troll, but it's something <laughs> I actually believe, just like I still believe the IWGP title. It's a more prestigious title than the WWE title. It's greater than the yeah. WWE title, but that's just me. Which apparently they're not happy in NJDPW how um, Naito was handling that belt, flipping it around and stuff. Yeah. So I say it's more important, and then this guy Naito shows up as a heel and is just tossing it around <coughs> and stuff like that. Speaking of NJPW, did you have you watched New Japan last couple weeks? I know they're doing the G1 climax, and actually it was funny. Um, <coughs> we had some family over last Friday, or no, last Thursday, and I was cooking out, and I, I got my father-in-law somewhat interested in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So he's going through my DVR, and he goes. He looks at the TV and then looks at me, hey, D, like fire <laughs> it up. And we're watching it. And I think, what match was it? I don't know. It was an awesome match. Um, but it was from the G1 Climax of last year. They had a Nakamura match this past week. Awesome. Uh, I can picture the guy he wrestled, but I cannot for anything think of his name. But there was one move in there. Uh, the guy came up. To clothesline Nakamura, and Nakamura turned the clothesline into a flying armbar. I mean, like he he caught it in the chest. Yeah, spun was, was around, it? wrapped his legs around his head, pulled it yeah. around. And was then, it not Styles? Because uh, he's done that with Styles. No, no, no. It wasn't Styles. It was. Uh, I'll have to see if I can find his name. I love that. I've seen him wrestle before, but I can't think of his name. Those matches with Jr. doing commentary is so awesome. It's so awesome. And shout out. Mike, we have the New Japan World account. You know, you can you know. Yeah, but I can't read Japanese. They have a translation feature. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll show you how to use the site <laughs> when we get done here. Check out New Japan World, and we can actually watch, like, you know, the Battle of Super Juniors where Ricochet and Will Ospreay tore the fucking house down, uh, which I still love that match. Um, 
you know, you get to see Will Ospreay win Battle of Super Junior. Sorry for the spoilers there. Uh, what? Last week on um, Lucha Underground, Brian Cage took on Matanzan, a very physical match, and those two dudes, I thought, killed it. Matanza is one of the most athletic big man in the business right now. Um, he is hitting. He just he hits big moves. And why is? It, yeah, I don't know. Are you going blind? No, it's doing it on the, its own. The, that font is freaking huge. Yeah. George says Swerve made me love Mark Henry. I made Mike watch that before we started <laughs> working tonight, George. And I, that that skit was when the midget comes out. You just cannot stop laughing. Hey man, stop it! What? I don't know. It's Whatever. not working anymore. All right. The internet has shunned me. Uh, there was. I still can't remember. There was some big I wanted to bring up. Your internet stole it from you. Oh yeah, that's probably what it was. But Ultimate Lucha, Ultima Lucha Two should be coming up on the El Rey Network. Check it out. You can, if you don't have it on your cable channel or cable network <laughs> like I don't. You there's other ways to watch it. You can get um, what is that app called? Sling TV, twenty bucks a month. You know, if you're looking to cut the cord. Like I may do when DirecTV is up, but then again, I love NFL Sunday Ticket and watching my Buccaneers play. It's another different topic on this podcast. Oh uh, yeah, there you go. So, you, you do want? Do you want to talk? Do we want to go into land destruction talk? That we no. easily could. Total oh, dicker. Hey, yeah. uh, you know, I was it's talking. It's been a while since I played. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I ta- I was talking huh. to um, I was talking to Shaggy, and when I told him, I, you know, I still have my Magic Heart and. He's like, yeah, I had a white deck. I'm like, I had a lighter destruction deck, or as I call it, total fuckery. He's like, <laughs> indeed, sir. So, not that we should. It was some fun stuff. Yeah, fun back in the day. Oh yeah, I would get so mad and playing in the office at LT. Yes, a- and in the office upstairs. And yep, pissing off Tom or Larry's wife. <laughs> Shout out to Larry Rochelle. Yeah. Um, let's do a Memphis wrestling moment because yeah, I can't think of anything yeah, else. Let's do one of those because we typically do those. June 11th, 1979. Oh, remember it like I wasn't born yet. Two years before George says, okay, it's time for me to give NJPW a shot. That's awesome. Yes. Do it. You'll enjoy it. All right. Uh, Monday, June 11th at the Mid-South Coliseum, Danny Davis took on Jerry Bryant. Rick Oliver took on Tony Charles. Tommy Gilbert Jr. and Tommy Gilbert Sr. took on Larry Latham and Wayne Ferris. Ron Gavin versus Ron Garvin versus Ron Bass. Uh, the Southern Tag Team Title Match: Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee versus Mr. Fuji and Professor Tanaka. In the main event, Southern Heavyweight Title Match: The Stomper Must Win or Leave Town. Robert Fuller versus The Stomper with Gorgeous George Jr. Lawler wasn't on the match, not on the card at all. He was in the Southern Tag Team Title Match. Okay. Him and Bill Dundee. Oh, okay. On. Okay. You just weren't listening. Oh, your internet stole my mind. <laughs> Why does I always got to go back to my internet? Hey, George, uh, get ready to call in in a few minutes, and we'll do Superstar of the Week with you. Just I'll put the number in the chat room here. And if you join our chat room at MixlerMixLR.com slash Oversell Podcast, you too can call in and give your Superstar of the Week from time to time. Fuller stomps, stops Stomper. Try saying that five times fast. Robert Fuller turned back the stomper and his manager, Gorgeous George Jr., to retain his Southern Heavyweight Wrestling title at the Coliseum last night. Jerry the King Lawler teamed with Bill Dundee to retain the Southern Tag Team Championship against Mr. Fuji. I knew they would be there. And Professor Tanaka. Also, Ron Bass beat Cowboy Frazier, Jerry Bryant, and Danny Davis, Drew. Tony Charles 
best, Rick Oliver and Larry Latham, Wayne Parr took down the father-son combination of senior and junior Tommy Gilbert. There was no attendance, so there's that means there was 12,000 people there. Or nobody was there. Or 13,000. Yeah. They had or, people in the parking lot. They or, just had to knock down one of the walls. You know, I think it's safe to say 7,500. Okay. So we'll, we'll just say that. that. Yeah. Say that. Good turnout last night. Well, for those that have never listened to our show before, or if you're new, like we like as we like to end every episode, we like to do what we call uh, Superstar of the Week. George says he can't call in. He's walking into Bible study. Oh. So uh, go ahead, and if you have your Superstar of the Week, go ahead and leave it, and we'll read it off. But as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Mike, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? Hmm. Yeah, I'm going Nakamura just because of that that flying arm bar that he did. It Very was cool. Beautiful. Like I watched it like seven or eight times and then pulled Amanda in there. I was like, hey, watch this. Okay. And it was great. I'm going Even all though e- it happened from like a year ago. I'm going all ego Ethan Page for coming on the show and having Easy the best pick, yeah. having the best damn shirt. I guess I'll pick another one because he's a, you know, he's our honoree superstar of the week. Uh <laughs> George in the chat room says John Cena is his. All right, that's awesome. Very good pick. I thought that <laughs> promo he cut. You know, he didn't. He got s- serious. John Cena can cut a better promo than when John Cena tries to be funny. I enjoy yeah. serious John Cena more than I enjoy funny John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, superstar of the week. I said all ego. Ethan Page. Um, let's talk. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say Mark Henry. Okay. Just because of what I got to see him do <laughs> on Swerved. <laughs> Folks, that is it for this week. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. That's the easiest way to get on this podcast or to get listen to this podcast is by rating and subscribing on iTunes. Give a five-star review and leave a comment. That helps us out with our rating on iTunes. Head over to blogtalkradio.com slash podcast and blogtalkradio.com dot com slash shark dropper studios and check out all the other podcasts we have there there is the shark dropper podcast word of the bay top five movie films and flicks doppel avenue hurt paralyzed they just released a new episode of paralyzed have you listened to paralyzed podcast yet i have not okay go listen to paralyzed okay it is a fictional podcast but it's a horror one i can't listen to it myself unless it's at noon <laughs> uh, uh, George says Superstar of the Week also goes to Apple for allowing me to sneak earbuds into church. <laughs> <laughs> George, go to church. Thanks, bud. Um, but yeah, check out Paralyzed. It's a horror. It's a horror podcast, fictional. Okay. Just like it, I, I, I promise you, you'll like it. It's kind of a psychological horror thing, and it's really scary. And I don't listen. And, and I could listen to it now because the sun's still up. But if I turn that about an hour, if I turn it on (laughs) an hour, I will not sleep for the night. There's also snubbed top five uh, and many other podcasts over there at blogtalkradio.com slash shark dropper studios. You have been listening to the. Do it. Nope. God damn it. It's yours. No, you do it. It's yours. No, no, no. Come on. Just one time. One time. Do it. You're, you're fucking with tradition. No, I want to. Yeah. Well, this is the week to do it because Dan's not here. So this is the Oversell Podcast. <laughs>
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 